0: and rating from an electric guitar. Bryce and Wren and Cory in the house. Hello and welcome to Bryce and Wren and Corey in the house. Today we'll be discussing season one, episode thirteen of Cory in the House, titled "And the Weenie Is." My name is Bryce Henderson. I am one of the co-hosts of this podcast, and with me, as always, to discuss this episode is Renan Fontes. Ren, how's it going?
1: Bryce, it's going well. It's late. How are you doing,
0: Bryce and Ren? Late night,
1: after hours. (laughs) After
0: after hours, Uh, at is it uh, SpongeBob? Is like at night. Right.
1: I think that is it, now Fresh Prince has a joke like that too. I've or never seen S- you've never seen Fresh Prince? I
0: mean I've seen an episode. I know the theme song, so
1: there's an episode where uh Will Smith starts a, uh photographing celebrities' houses at night to print in a book called Celebrities Houses at night.
0: Um are there a lot of celebrities in Philadelphia?
1: He gets Jay Leno.
0: Jay Leno lives in Philadelphia. He's
1: in Bel Air. He's the fresh prince of Bel Air. <laughs> He's from West Philadelphia. That's where he was Bel-Air. born and raised. <laughs> so the so- premise of the show is that he moves from West Philadelphia <laughs> to Bel Air, where he becomes the titular fresh prince of. <laughs>
0: Um, in the I can't same- believe I hadn't explained this to you. I told you, I've seen an episode, I've heard the theme song, I thought I understood, Ren. You heard the theme song, but you didn't understand. I- <laughs> what? You can't say those two things in the same sentence. Pulls up, pulls up the cabbie, says, go home, smell you later, I'll stand on my throne in West Philadelphia. That's As- that's the song. Um, In the same way that Corey moves, so, uh, uh, is his name Will in that show? Yeah, uh, Will,
1: William, William Smith, or Willard? Does That's he play himself? Name. I think his real name is Willard Smith. His real name is Willard Smith. In Fresh Prince of Bel Air, he plays William Smith.
0: Oh, so it's a different, uh, different person, like different character. He's not yeah. playing himself.
1: No, he's
0: not. So in in the same way that in that show, Will goes from living in Bel Air to Philadelphia. Corey no uh, lives. <laughs> Corey, I'm just screwing with you. Corey uh, <laughs> moves from uh, San Francisco to D.C. And uh, I'm sure when when Will moves from uh, Philadelphia to Bel Air, he believes he's leaving all of his Philadelphia problems behind. Do we, do we think that's fair?
1: It's a, it's a reasonable interpretation.
0: Okay. And um, that doesn't quite happen to Corey. Corey, I'm sure when he moved to D.C., he didn't think that any of his old baggage would find him. Um but they do don't they this is a pretty important
1: episode in the grand scheme of the greater cory mythology
0: why do you feel like it's an important episode
1: it's the resolution to a that's so raven uh thread that wasn't resolved in the show the end of cory and the juicers rivalry
0: yep they decide to to finally finally put it aside and be friends um, do you think that Corey and the Juicer stay in touch once the Juicer... I know that we're, like, literally jumping to the end of the episode, but... Well, th- there's stuff okay. about the Juicer we need to discuss before we... Before we get there? Okay. I, I won't yeah. say anything more, then, about about the end of it. Uh, so, so yeah, this episode, we do see the return of the famed Juicer. Um,
1: I don't know if you did any research on him, but the Juicer was only in four episodes of That's So Raven,
0: which I yeah.
1: thought was surprising.
0: Well... It's. I think that it's it makes sense.
1: It makes sense. He
0: he is a character uh, within that's a raven and now Cory in the house who you remember. Like I, he didn't even need to be in four episodes. You c- could have told me he was in one episode of that's a raven and that's the only like someone who squeezes things to the point where juice comes out of them is a very distinct characteristic. Um, yeah. And whether he's in like I said four episodes or one, you're gonna remember him. Uh. Yeah, I know. I, I did look him up too, Ren. I was surprised to see that he's only in four episodes. I felt like he was in more of That's a Raven, but he definitely left quite the impact, uh, enough so that the writers felt he would be worth bringing into Cory in the House. So you um, you ready to talk about this episode which, if I did the math correctly, has five scenes? Yeah, this is just one A-plot <laughs> from start to end, right? Pretty much. If you um, If you want to say Victor's like little bouts of dialogue are his B plot but his me- his like message and lesson that Victor learns is the same thing as what Corey learns. So I, I would kind of just lump it all together to say it's all on yeah. plot I f-
1: And all of Victor's scenes are with Corey right?
0: Yes yep
1: it's, it's all it's all part of the big overarching story yeah uh,
0: So we open in this episode uh, Newton and Mina are sitting in the quad at school uh, when Corey comes over to them shows them the new flyer for their show. Uh, which is DC three rocking the quad. So is this a school sanctioned event, Ren?
1: Well, Newt is King, so it must be.
0: Yeah, that's uh, like, but what confuses me about it. So if it's, if you're saying that they went through Newt and I I played around with this idea as well, and that's why they get to do it is because Newt's president of the school. Um, That makes sense to me, but Newt is excited about this event, but he's confused about where the quad is. Um, so I don't quite know if this is Newt's idea. Or I maybe Corey and Mina abuse Newts. Powers. All right.
1: Let, actually, actually in the context of this episode, let's say it's Corey's idea because at the end, and we have to mm-hmm. I'll, we have to skip ahead so I can like give context for this. At the end, Mina chastises Corey for getting all these people here, people who like him respect him to see the band. So let's assume this was all Corey's event.
0: Yeah, uh, and we'll, we'll definitely talk about that line because I have some strong feelings about about when Mina says that. So uh, I'm fine with, with thinking this is probably Corey's plan. Um, Mina is worried about it because she feels that no one's going to come. And so she kind of spirals down and suggests burning the flyers to pretty much cancel the event before it even happens. Um, and that's when Corey's like, no, don't worry, I'll, I'll get people. Corey then runs around the school and passes flyers out <laughs> to people. <laughs> by name including to a kid named yoshi uh i just felt that I, my subtitle
1: hilarious. said steve for that but he definitely said yoshi right <laughs> i
0: heard i heard yoshi yes. yeah i heard yoshi uh so he like is passing out flyers he's like hey i like your haircut he stumbles across three girls and he's like hey like i'll save front row seats for you baby um he does his Corey thing he just harasses anyone who looks in his direction um and then the last flyer he has gets ripped out of his hands and juiced. And that's when we get the big reveal that the juicer is in town. As he says hello, weenie. And he greets Corey. We cut to credits. Um, How do you feel about this cold open? So uh, I feel like it's not the funniest thing in the world, but I do feel like it's, it's as big as bringing the juicer back needs to be. Like it instantly brings us back to here is the juicer yeah i for me we're at a
1: point with Corey in the house where i'm not really expecting it to be funny half the time and especially the cold opens i don't really expect to be funny so i appreciate when they're used to like lay the groundwork of an episode instead and i feel like this works you know nice reintroduction to the juicer like you said
0: yeah um so my question here is, can anyone walk into this school? Does this school have no security that uh, anyone is just allowed to be in it?
1: Bryce, take into consideration the
0: fact <laughs> that this is
1: President Martinez's America. Yes. And mm-hmm. in this designated survivor situation, our you know national security systems are so flawed that there's really no point even staffing a DC school
0: with okay. armed security. Yes. Why so bother, right? The the children of world leaders, um, eh, they can fend for themselves. They can be harassed by news reporters and the juicer. By just they can stumble into the school, right?
1: Well, wait. The juicer's on a field trip, actually. So. I was assuming that the field trip was to Corey's school for some Ren, reason. Ren, what? But...
0: What? Have you ever been? Have you ever heard of a field trip to someone to like another school?
1: Yeah, I've been what? on field trips to another <laughs>
0: school to another school. Like, like, why? Because they had like different resources that you could access. Like, I, I, am confused. Yeah, essentially. So, you got,
1: you got it in one.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> Ren, so here's, here's what you're telling me. The juicer and his school, Corey's old school from San yeah, Francisco, made their way out to D.C., Washington, D.C. Uh, they do, He mentions that they're doing all the touristy stuff, like going on all the tours and stuff, but also along that stop is going into the school, Corey's old school. Yeah, why
1: wouldn't they? It's a school where... The the, she- the son of the chef of the president lives- <laughs> goes to school there. Why wouldn't you want to visit?
0: I'm not buying this for a second, Ren. Uh, but I'm gonna... I'll give it to you, sure. That uh, in this scenario, maybe they're touring. The juicer goes, goes so far. He says that he that is not the case. Um. He says that he found him. But...
1: Yeah, at, during the field trip,
0: he broke off from the tour group. Ren, the tour group is not with him. No, he did not. He did not
1: break off from the tour group. He's driving the bus. He's, <laughs> He's the bus the driver.
0: <laughs> He's in charge. Where are the other kids then? Are the other kids also in the school? You really think the
1: juicer's going to keep his eyes on a bunch of little kids that are they're doing their own thing, hanging out? It's so the- DC, man. Relax, have some okay.
0: fun. I'm really okay. <laughs> uh. Dan uh, Dan Mott, because we're at the credits now, he plays the juicer. Uh, Not much on him. Uh, I got two facts for you, according to his IMDb. And I don't even know if they're true. I I don't know if they can be trusted. But do you want to hear them?
1: I do want to hear them.
0: All right. He has a half-sister named Sarah. I don't believe it. Father's name is Jeff. Bullshit. That's what we got. Uh, He's, like, kind of fallen from the public eye. He's supposedly in some TV short series called uh meet matt shep you, do you think that's good
1: uh maybe we should make that our next like we should do a special episode on it
0: <laughs> where we watch meet matt, matt shep it's there's 26 episodes oh oh shit hold on
1: uh, are you realizing
0: you've actually seen this <laughs> no i definitely haven't seen it but i'm curious who matt shepherd is um and I'm just realizing that the only reason why the name is familiar is because I'm pretty sure Matt Shepard is the name of the the main character in Lost. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he was also in Yours, Mine, and Ours. So cheaper by the dozen, but like discounted. Um, he was not one of the kids in Yours, Mine, and Ours, though. He was a pizza delivery guy.
1: Wow, he wasn't even one of the kids?
0: <laughs> no. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, how old do you think he was when he shot Cory in the House?
1: I'm going to go with 28.
0: Yeah, and they make a joke about, about it as well. Newt says that he looks 28. Uh, he was born in 1988. So they filmed Cory in the House in uh, what, 2008? So that would put uh, him...
1: 07. 07.
0: 07. Yeah, so that, that would put him at about 21.
1: So that's actually the age he would be about right? in or
0: the 19, yeah. So he's... But he does look old.
1: Yeah, he does. He looks older than he. Yeah.
0: Um, And I would personally not want to mess with one juicer. What do you think... um... Huh. Okay, in Drake and Josh, remember the episode The Storm, where they're in uh, the living room and Steve, they all sing We Will Rock You, I think, at the end of the episode.
1: Yes, I do remember this. So,
0: the actor who plays the juicer... Uh, one Dan, Dan Mott Is in that episode Plays someone named Gary Does that ring any bells? No Yeah Me neither No it doesn't <laughs> I don't know Because there's, there's uh, a few iconic parts of that episode So I was trying to there think There are if but, Gary? Uh, is not not Gary? No Because I, I remember Steve screaming about Dora the Explorer Um, That was something that like Made sense in that episode that I remember. Okay. Uh, all right. I feel like we've covered him enough. Any other thoughts? Yeah, on... he's about as
1: much as he deserves. Yeah.
0: He. Um, he. Looks. He's Drake's drummer. Oh, in the band.
1: In that episode, at least. In that I episode, remember. at
0: least. So, yeah. So says Nicole, my wife. Gary this storm maybe yeah this could also be one of the special episodes that we watch <laughs> at one point um just to get more oh wait hold on there's an episode uh, a picture of let me send this to you ren and I'll all right see. let's get
1: that picture up on the screen for the
0: audience to see yep uh so i'm pulling pulling up the visual the visual <laughs> picture now in this uh strictly audio medium so people can see it uh, all right, I just Facebook messaged it to you, Ren. For those who are interested, uh, there is a picture. And just friend request Bryce and he'll send it to you. If you friend request me, then uh, yeah, I will send it. So uh, when you have a chance, Ren, you can look at that picture and you can very clearly see Dan Mott with Drake Bell hiding um, together. You can, wow, look at them. Yeah not gonna juice anything all right uh he's great in this episode i think i I do actually really like him i think he's pretty funny and yeah uh i i wish that he was in more than he appears to have been in because he he is a talent and maybe it's because whenever he went to audition people recognized him as only the juicer do you think that was a problem
1: I'd say so. He Maybe he's just like the juicer in real life, though.
0: <laughs> At an audition, he would uh, go to hand in his headshot, and uh, his headshot, and they would actually juice it in the process. Uh, Alright. Uh, so before we jump back into the episode, the other thing that I think would be fun for us to track Ren, um, as he juices a few different things in this episode, is for us to maybe uh, kind of rate or maybe rank on a i don't know on a scale of one to ten or probably like maybe just a a three scale that's like uh bad juice good juice or best juice uh okay and so whenever he juices something do we think it's a like that juice if you were to drink it would be that would be a bad juice a good juice or a best juice uh so in the opening he juices a piece of paper if you were to drink that what kind of where would you put it bad
1: juice. That'd be bad juice.
0: Yeah, do you think it would be inky?
1: It would be inky <laughs> and you'd basically be tasting everything that's been on the ju- everything that all the juice residue on the juicer's hand hands from that day.
0: Yeah. Uh so it would be it would be a lot of gross gross juice and the flyer's pink. So but the juice does not appear to reflect the pinkness of the flyer.
1: The uh, brown.
0: Yeah, so probably a bad Bad juice, not something that I would want to drink either. So we'll, you know, we'll put it there. We'll see how the other things that he juices uh, go. Uh, so uh, we cut back to the show. Scene number two. Uh, the, so uh, we're introduced to kind of the, one of the juicers bits in this episode. And I don't know if it's specific to this episode or not. Um, I don't know either, but but I liked it. I thought it, I thought it was a funny bit. I thought it was good. So when people go to walk away from him, he all of a sudden appears on the other side of them. So they like go to walk away and they run into him because they he somehow gets to the other side. And we see that a few times. Uh, is the juicer potentially a superhero?
1: Well, Gory specifically says that he forgot how fast the juicer is.
0: <laughs> Something he's known for, juicing and apparently moving very quickly.
1: His speed is acknowledged as super speed.
0: Yeah, uh... I, I do, because we are in the same universe where Raven has psychic abilities. Um, is it possible this and is what, pur- what he's born and with? And
1: curses so. exist.
0: Yeah, and there's there's true curses as well. I wouldn't put it past the, the universe of these series to have the juicer actually have superpowers. Um, I mean, how else do you rationalize him being that quick? You don't. You don't. You don't. So, uh, the juicer explains to Corey that he is here on his seventh uh, grade class trip, that this is his fifth year in a row getting to go. And as we talked about earlier, he now drives the bus, which is super cool of him. Uh, Corey. You you think he offers? It's not like uh, he's being made to drive the bus. Oh, you think it's a punishment? I think he offers.
1: I think it's. I think he's. He's so old that the school system has to figure out something to do with him at this age.
0: I mean, it's cost effective for the school district,
1: right? He gets some learning credits. You know, mm-hmm. gets to do uh, some permit driving.
0: No, would you trust someone who's been in the seventh grade for five years to drive a bunch of other actual seventh graders around on a bus from from San Francisco to learn- DC? <laughs>
1: As we learn later in the episode, he can't exactly read either, so... (laughs) That raises some
0: questions about where he's going to take these kids. Um, I'm surprised that he made it here. Well, uh, actually, we don't see the other kids, so is it possible that... He lost (laughs) them along the way. Along the way, they kind of, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory-esque, found themselves in multiple scenarios where they just lost one kid at a time, and then... He made it. He loses one kid per state. (laughs) Until he finally makes it to to D.C. Um, All alone. And yeah, so Corey's like, how did you find me? And that's when the juicer tells us that he squeezed it out of his friend Larry. So Larry's dead.
1: Yeah, he, he drinks him. We see it.
0: We see, so he opened, the juicer then opens up a thermos. Corey's like, oh my gosh, he's drinking Larry. The juicer does confirm. He's like, oh no, this is some herbal tea or something and has a good tea, antioxidants." Yeah, green tea. Um, but it's like, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at all that Larry has been juiced to death by the juicer. And the last thing Larry said was where Corey's location is. And,
1: and why can't Larry be made into green tea? The juicer can't suddenly juice something into his green tea.
0: you okay, and good on antioxidants. We know that Larry, uh, if he were to be juiced, would probably be high on said antioxidants. So,
1: yeah, re- realistically,
0: yeah, it is uh, possible that the juicer is drinking some Larry uh, green tea out of his thermos. Uh, okay, so Larry, juiced Larry mixed with green tea, uh, bad tea, uh, oh, sorry, bad juice. <laughs> good juice or great juice or best juice sorry i'm gonna go with good juice you yeah think? i don't think it'd be the best juice mm-hmm. because it's
1: not like pure juice <laughs> yeah but uh you got a little bit of larry in there you got some mm-hmm. green tea you know good for the body good for the soul good mm-hmm. juice good
0: juice um yeah popular book series larry uh larry's juice for the soul uh the juicer wants to meet Corey's new weenie friends uh, to tell them about how much of a weenie Corey is which is, this is just silly uh, <laughs> Corey cares so much about his friends not thinking he's a weenie and that is kind of one of the, the cruxes of this episode uh, Newt and Mina approach him um, oh sorry I'm just, I'm looking back, a note that I skipped over was I wanted to discuss with, discuss with you the process of how the juicer juices someone without killing them um okay let's go through that because that needs to be discussed yeah so uh we saw the juicer tends because he always says head here so he juices usually from the head um the only thing i can think of is if like he gets some saliva as the juice and like maybe he gets the info he needs and then that's that's fine then they get no i
1: i think it's juice out of your ears
0: What kind of ear juice is it? It... Is it blood? No, it's not blood. Because
1: I I don't... It it doesn't... He doesn't, like, break any skin. Yeah. But he squeezes the head so hard that all, like, the wax inside
0: your ears Mm -hmm. becomes juice. Juice. And that doesn't kill... It probably is actually good for them.
1: I wouldn't go that far.
0: (laughs) But it clears out the ears, Ren too
1: much though yeah what if it clears out too much
0: yeah i mean if it, if it was meant to happen doctors would do it right so yeah doctors if we, if, aren't if juicing we're supposed people to be
1: juiced we would be
0: <laughs> okay uh so newt and mina find the juicer uh in the hallway of the school talking to Corey. they don't know who he is um and he introduces himself as the juicer newt's like why do you call yourself the juicer and that's when the juicer's like, oh, I love when people ask that. And he's like, put your, he- your head right here. And he makes like the, like, he gets his hands ready to juice. Corey grabs Newt real quick, uh, and the juicer just narrowly missed the opportunity to juice Newt.
1: If Corey just let him juice Newt,
0: none of this episode would have happened. He would have saved <laughs> himself. Would the juicer have walked away satisfied that he got to juice someone and forget about Corey? Newt <laughs> Newt would be in such a catatonic
1: state that Corey would have no choice but to confront the juicer for what he's done. And Mina wouldn't let him do anything otherwise.
0: Yeah, because Mina and Newt don't fully understand that the juicer is a bully who juices people. So yeah. um, And because of this, they actually invite the juicer to the DC three show on the quad that night. And the juicer is amped that he got invited. And he even is going to... He offers to pick Corey up. Um, He asks Corey where he lives. And Newt's like, oh, he lives in the White House. And the juicer has a great line here. I thought it was good. He says, "Uh, I'm going to need an address, not just a color. So uh, this is... He says it's his fifth trip to D.C. And he still doesn't know what the White House is. Um... Let's see, Mina and Newt. Yeah, so Mina and Newt just think Corey's embarrassed about the band, and that's why Corey doesn't want the juicer to come. As if, uh, so I think Mina and Newt believe that the juicer is Corey's like cool friend from home, and Corey's twenty-year-old friend who drives the bus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- I I just don't think that they fully understand the relationship between Corey yeah. and the juicer, and I don't even think at the end of the episode that they
1: that they get it yeah we'll we'll get there but uh when cory calls out the juicer it makes sense for us the audience yeah but everyone <laughs> there must must be so confused as to why cory is yelling at this strange adult
0: uh-huh um yeah i, I agree with that the, the context is completely absent for anyone who isn't cory or us um So Mina, Corey walks away and Mina's like, Corey's definitely hiding something from us. And Newt is like, yeah, where the quad is. Um, So that joke's continued. Um, And then we get to our, really our our second scene of the episode. Um, They're now, uh, Victor is in the kitchen at the White House, as he typically is. He found an antique ice cream scooper and he's cranking it, and while he's cranking it, we get this like creaking sound effect, like ee-oo, ee-oo. I don't know if that'll come across at all uh, to actually represent it, but it's, it's like it's it's creaky or rusty. And Corey notes, he's like, "Oh, that sounds rusty." Um, Red, was this a good joke?
1: <laughs> it had the bones of a good joke, Bryce. Uh, all right, good night, folks.
0: What? Red, get back here. Um. Yeah, so he he, uh, Victor then He's like, no, it's not the machine that sounds rusty It's my arm And he takes his hand off the machine and moves it And makes that same creaking sound effect uh, I actually Wrote down, Ren, that I believe this is the funniest Joke in Cory in the House <laughs> uh, In general, this was a pretty d-
1: good scene I, I like the pop work. I, you know, fun an antique ice cream maker.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I really liked that he found the antique ice cream maker. I like that his arm makes the same creaking sound effect that the ice cream maker should work. Um, should Victor go see a doctor? So, does your arm not typically crank, uh, like, make that, that creaky sound run? I usually don't crank ice cream for that long. Should... Corey, have put, because uh, I've seen the Wizard of Oz. Should Corey have put oil onto his dad's arms?
1: It would have only been polite.
0: Yeah. But he does uh, I don't
1: know if you noticed, but Victor was wearing his wedding ring.
0: I didn't notice.
1: I just want to point that out. <laughs> I don't know what fantasy he's living in, but.
0: He thinks she's going to come back. That's funny. It's very it funny. to think funny, that. Um, Victor also then, because he, he's delu- uh, like absolutely delusioned in this episode. He then is like, after he's cranked it for ho- however long he has, he's like, Corey, let me give you a scoop of the ice cream. He can clearly look into the bucket. Can he not and see that it is not not ice cream consistency yet, but he he instead grabs an ice cream cone, pours some, literally pours some of the liquid into the cone and then it drips out the bottom.
1: Um, so, here, here's my theory. Okay. Victor's been pumping for so long that his vision's starting to get hazy. Can't really see anymore. You know, he's used up a lot of stamina. Dizzy. He's dizzy. He's <laughs> dizzy.
0: And that's why he's offering his son pure liquid cream. Um,
1: Which Corey, for whatever reason, doesn't want.
0: Jeez. The, that explanation makes a lot of sense. And it also perhaps explains why he doesn't respond uh, as much as he should to something that comes up in just a moment. So, um yeah, that's right. Victor, uh yeah, so Victor gives it uh, to him and he's like, no, uh, Corey's acting weird. And Victor's like, oh, put your head right here because he wants to take his temperature. But instead, Victor holds up his arms in the same way that he, like, we previously saw the juicer hold up his, his hands to try and juice Newt. So Corey sees his dad now doing this as if his dad's going to juice him. And Corey screams in absolute terror um, that he thinks his dad's going to juice him. Uh, when I'm sick, should is this something that I should have someone do to me to see if I feel warm?
1: I don't see why not. When you think about it, two hands gripping the head as hard oh. as they can there's no easier way to tell if someone is sick or not
0: yeah I don't know what um I don't know what Victor's thinking here he's again definitely very dizzy from the the ice cream scoop like or the ice cream mixing or whatever it is uh that he's been cranking on because he is gonna try to take his son's temperature by it looks like potentially like, like, giving him a nice strangle or something. Um, Corey informs Victor that the juicer showed up. And that whenever the juicer's around, it makes him feel like a weenie again. And that's when Victor reminds Corey that he was never a weenie. And that nothing the juicer will ever do should make Corey feel like a weenie. I hate the word weenie, and I hate how much it comes up here. <laughs> uh, like do they- you prefer Chicken? What's wrong chicken? with chicken? Yeah. Back to
1: the juicer. They can't do it.
0: Too, it's, too is it copyrighted?
1: People. I mean, you're really... Bryce, look. At the end of the day, we can't turn the juicer into a into a Biff
0: figure. <laughs> Who's worse? Biff or the juicer? Who would you rather run into? Who would you rather have in a street fight on your side? Uh, who? Okay. Um... <laughs> On my side, I would rather probably have um all right, so if, if the options are the juicer, future biff, uh, old biff, or like uh Mad Dog Mad Dog Biff. <laughs> I would take um on my side of the fight, I would want the juicer for sure. And I would want probably uh, few I, I think I want future biff.
1: You want future biff?
0: yeah on my side um i would want obviously the juicer because he can juice juice the enemy and then and if
1: mad dog shoots him then he can juice the bullets in his hands
0: yeah that's true too if mad dog goes to shoot him the ju- <laughs> juicer can catch it up <laughs> to the juicer's wicked quick so he can go ahead he, right. can, he can you know speed on past like the flash go, sneak up behind mad dog and uh and old man Biff, old man Biff's not going to go anywhere quick. He can barely get out of the Delorean, so <laughs> uh, I think that's that's who I would take. Who would would you take? The same pair? Would you take a different pair in a uh, to be on your team in a street fight?
1: I would take the juicer and Mad Dog.
0: Okay, because Mad Dog has a I, gun.
1: Ma- <laughs> Mad Dog has the gun, so he can just shoot people, and yeah. all the juicers just squeezing heads. <laughs>
0: Juicer can so it. easy easy yeah. win <laughs> yeah uh but with that said the juicer would be a terrible like if i were a villain he would not be a good henchman because i'd be like i'd ask him to like hold my like the victims or whatever
1: uh like the, the guy who gets and beat then, up by batman in the first 10 minutes of the movie
0: <laughs> he is because if if i wanted to do anything for me he's gonna accidentally juice everything so like i'd be like hey juicer can you like uh if it's a casual villain night and I wanted to go pick up a pizza, that pizza's coming back in juice form. Um, I just couldn't trust him to do anything. Hey, juicer, how are my taxes coming along? Yeah. You accidentally <laughs> juice it. Uh, or, like, the juicer will probably never find love, right? Every time he goes to, like, hold someone's hands. Just crushes them. Juices them. Juices him. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so good. Uh, All right. So in this scene, uh, Corey now has a dream sequence where he is on stage dressed as a hot dog um, and the juicer yells at him from the audience. Go ahead, weenie, do your weenie dance for your weenie friends or I'll juice you. And so Corey's in this hot dog weenie costume and he is screaming, I'm dancing, I'm dancing. And then the dream sequence ends and he's still in the kitchen uh, screaming, I'm dancing, I'm dancing. To which Victor looks at him and yells, "I'm cranking! I'm cranking!" Uh, so, if psychologically,
1: Victor... what what does this dream sequence mean for Corey? Uh,
0: um, well, so as someone who, who you know has studied counseling psychology and uh, is in a program now, where you know I, I do a lot that involves psychology, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I don't need to go much further into it, but I think my friend Freud would have some thoughts uh, <laughs> on all of the trauma that Corey feels uh, from this experience. Um, also Victor should totally like try to help Corey out here, right? His son just out of nowhere burst into screaming, I'm dancing, I'm dancing.
1: Well, as we've explained, Victor too is in a delusional haze at this point.
0: So these two Physically,
1: are just he, he's depleted. He has mm-hmm. nothing left. <laughs>
0: they're a toxic duo this pair um all right so victor as the dad uh he should have done something he doesn't and then we get the lesson of the episode here which obviously is going to come from victor victor says in his uh, absolute days of a world he somehow manages to get out the sentence son sometimes you just have to put your foot down um And that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the episode. Uh, The door rings. I have questions now about if they have an out, like a door that leads outside. If the juicer made it into the White House and then walked through the halls to find them downstairs. There's a
1: doorbell inside the White House for Corey and Victor's home, so the president can annoy them in the middle of the night.
0: Okay. Does does uh, Martinez Ding Dong ditch them often? He does. Yeah. And then he also it's calls he, them on the hotline. It's how he relieves stress. <laughs> um, so he comes in, the juicer comes in because uh, he's at the door. He's come to pick Corey up to bring him to the, the concert. And uh, he's like, all right, who's ready for this concert? He does a funny dance. Corey says he's sick. He can't go to the concert. Corey like wheezes all over the juicer. He doesn't even pretend to like cough. He's just like, uh, uh. Um, I mean, if no one did that to me, I'd be horrified. I think they were sick. Yeah. Uh, I-, I would think the same, but uh, you know, juicer doesn't get confused by it. Uh, Corey's like, because I'm sick, I'm going to stay and in- stay in and read a book, which is when I'm feeling ill. That is something I often do is I stay in and read a book. Uh, the juicer puts on his glasses and he likes to put them on uh, while people read books to him. And he likes stories about cats with lots of pictures. What would you read him? Okay. Knowing that he likes books with pictures and about cats. Um, any cat books that I know of. Um, so there is the TV show Sagwa. Um, okay. There's probably a book about sagwa and i would read that to him Good i don't choice. know any I'm other books
1: that. my answer
0: do you okay that's unfair because you made me go first friend <laughs> can you name a single can you name a single book with lots of pictures about cats because i can't a single book with pictures
1: about cats yep the cat in the hat <laughs> <laughs>
0: You made me go first. That's so unfair. You had like thirty more seconds to think about it, Ren. <laughs> oh no! <Are> you okay? <coughs> oh no! <clears throat> Nicole, is he okay? I yeah, was he's
1: fine. <laughs> I was drinking. Uh, I was drinking while laughing, and then I coughed while laughing, and then the drink came out.
0: Oh no! Horrible. <coughs> no. The cat in the hat's a good pick. Uh, (laughs) I think that it's one that the juicer would enjoy. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't get to know what book Corey's going to read to him. Because Corey says, I'm going to go to the library to get a good cat book. Uh, And the juicer is on to him. And he's like, I know what you're up to. You know that it's my birthday. And you're going to throw a surprise party for me. Um. So is it? I kept expecting
1: the twist to be that it wasn't the juicer's birthday,
0: that he that he completely made made up that it was his birthday. Yeah, and
1: that would be the straw that broke the camel's back for Corey.
0: Yeah, is for um, yeah, for that end like it, in the end scene for Corey to come back into the school and juicer would be like, oh, did I mention it's actually not even my birthday? And Then yeah, didn't happen. No, it says uh, supposedly. His actual birthday and he's spending it alone or was gonna well, spend it not, alone not alone. No, now he's spending it with Cory. Um all right. Uh Corey's still stalling, and uh he tells uh, tells the juicer to practice his surprise face while he goes back into the kitchen. He says it's coming daddy line. He goes to the kitchen, Victor's screaming at the ice cream machine. Uh Corey calls Newton and Mina, and Mina's been telling Bahavian jokes to the crowd. Um, we get the end bit of it.
1: (laughs) This Bahavian joke, uh, they, they act like it's, you know, a bad, mean it's telling a bad joke, but it's really not any funnier than the actual Bahavian jokes they do tell. Uh,
0: I would say it's not even, I I would say it's just as funny as about 90% of the things that Corey says (laughs) is, is this single line of the shepherd goes, that's not a goat. That's a yak. Um, I mean funny no but
1: in, in any other episode there
0: would be a laugh track for that yeah no instead people gave it a nice little boo uh, in this context yeah so she tells that and Corey explains to Newt and Mina that uh, he's on his way but there should be a change of plans because the show is now a surprise party for the juicer Mina yells in Bahavian and I'm, ass- I'm assuming that we're meant to think it's like her swearing
1: Maybe.
0: That's what I assumed. Yeah. Um, and Newton and Mina feel like Corey's putting the juicer in front of the band, which he is. Um, Alright, and now this is when the juicer takes Corey's phone out of his hand. It's not a cell phone. It's like a um, wireless house phone and juices it and tells Corey that the president, because a, a bit that we didn't discuss, but the juicer doesn't believe that the president actually lives in the White House. Um, but he juices it and he's like, the president will buy you a new one. Uh so bad juice, uh good uh great what is it? <laughs> bad juice, good juice or best juice? Uh, bad juice. Corey's Another phone. Bad.
1: Another batch of bad juice.
0: Yeah. Cause I think phones have batteries, and I just imagine yeah. battery liquid, like battery juice being bad. Yeah. I wouldn't want to drink it. Um Corey and the juicer arrive at school. So they get there. Corey's like, okay, I'm going to go pray. I mean, pay a visit to make sure everyone's ready. So he leaves to go uh, make sure Mina and Newton, everyone in the quad is good. Um, He goes in. They all have birthday party hats, streamers. They have a new sign. They made a birthday cake. I'm impressed that they did all this as quickly as they did.
1: Well, they like and respect
0: Corey. These are all people who who care about Corey and love him, and that's why they're there. Um, yeah. So Mina does say that in this scene, like explains that to Corey. I'm just baffled about it. Does Mina feel that, like, so do these people not like Newt and they don't like Mina? Like, they're only here for Corey. Is that what well, Mina is telling us? <laughs> Newt and Mina have been in
1: DC for years, and DC two went nowhere. So you tell me, because
0: <laughs> they didn't have the they didn't have the drumming. That's what they were missing. Corey was the, the X factor.
1: You know the old saying: behind every band is the charismatic drummer.
0: <laughs> the uh, I mean, Ringo was an icon for a reason. I mean, when I think the when I think about the Beatles, I think about Ringo first, and the rest of them, you know, kind of last. Uh, I mean, there's
1: Ringo, John, Pete, and
0: I don't even know. J- Another one named John. There's a Pete. A Ringo show. The Paul. I don't think there's a Pete. Ringo. I think there's. Did you say there's two Johns?
1: Yeah, there's Ringo, John Lennon, John, John Pete, Lennon, and then Pete. John Paul.
0: John Paul. I thought it was John McCartney.
1: No, it's John Paul.
0: Okay, John McCartney was never a Beatle.
1: You're, you're thinking of Paul McCartney from Wings.
0: Paul McCartney is John McCartney. Someone? No, he's not.
1: He's like a Madden
0: coach or something. That sounds like a football coach's name, right? Um, hold on. I think Jenna can hear me because she's texting me, and she's gonna be so disappointed about this. Yeah, okay. She's texting me. then. <laughs> she said of what? Uh, Paul McCartney, John. Oh, here we go. Uh, George Harrison. Uh, he's a Beatle. George Harrison, John Lennon. Uh dumb boys she said bryce yes. i'm right
1: <laughs> i'm telling you it's ringo star <laughs> john Lennon, pete and john paul <laughs> paul mccartney is from wings no not
0: man don't who's john paul <laughs> who is john paul he's no one john paul isn't that like the pope <laughs> All right, John Paul. I'm assuming this is who you're. you're I think you're just confused. John Paul Wren is <laughs> right. You're in the confused. state of the Vatican City. No, Jean-Paul. you're thinking of the Vatican. John Paul is the fourth beetle. Oh my god! In the Bible, he died. Jenna said, "Who, John Paul?" <laughs> She's That's thinking of Matthew, Paul, Mark, Paul, Lincoln, uh, John, Jesus's disciples. Ringo, the five Jesus' five disciples. Yeah. Je- John Paul was the Beatle who got shot. Pope John Paul II is dead. Him. Ooh. Him. Okay. Everything is we're good now. We know our Beatles. Uh, we know uh Will William Smith went from Bel Air to Philadelphia. Uh <laughs> All is right in the world. Um. Jenna didn't say Ringo was a beetle, which I'm confused about. Did he? Replace, she's thinking, he replaced. That's someone. because she's thinking of Rango. Rango. Oh, or uh, that's the lizard movie. There's Django and Rango, the dynamic duo.
1: And when you, you're you're confusing him with Ringo.
0: Ringo, Rango, Django, and Django Fat. I think okay uh does the juicer get his party uh he wants to uh Corey comes back out he, juicer wants pirate theme Corey goes back to the crowd tells them all they got to be more pirate themed um a guy has a parrot does that surprise you at all
1: Corey used to make fun of that guy but now he
0: loves him now he loves him his parrot came and in, in, came in handy it doesn't. Sp- Corey makes fun of everyone. Why wouldn't he make fun of the guy with the parrot? Right? They they like and respect how
1: he makes fun of them.
0: Yeah, because they're there, right? They the guy with the parrot likes them enough to show up to watch them in the middle of the night playing the quad. Um. All right. Juicer walks into the quad. Surprise! Uh, they all went pirate real quick. This is a note I wrote. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, they ha- they made a cake for the juicer out of vending machine snacks has, like donuts and stuff uh the juicer's unimpressed and juices it uh this cake best juice. i think it's a best juice it's probably sweet very sweet juice probably some salt from crackers
1: it's like a sweet and salty milkshake
0: yes um i would drink it this is probably best juice that that we see in the episode from Absolutely him the best juice. <laughs> Um and that's when so we alluded to it earlier but that's when we get kind of our conclusion to this episode which makes sense to us and to Corey but to no one else Um yeah. Mina so that yeah so Mina's like oh all these people showed up Corey because they like and respect you but now you're acting like uh, Corey's like I know and now I'm acting like a weenie um that's when Corey stands up to the juicer he's like you can't juice my friends you can juice me um What do you think the people in that crowd
1: must have thought Corey was talking about? You can't juice my friends, but you can (laughs) can juice me, me. said Corey to this adult man. Um,
0: I, I, (laughs) (laughs) all right. So after that, um... (laughs) (laughs) Corey, uh, this is him standing up uh, and he's like, juicer, uh, is if you juice me, is that going to make people like you? And the answer is, like... So Corey thinks of himself as a god among men, and especially in front of this crowd filled with people who quote-unquote like and respect him. Could you imagine if the juicer juiced Corey in front of all of them? They would be mortified. Corey just collapses to <laughs> the ground. The runs away to his bus. It would He's be in a coma
1: for three days.
0: It would be... Uh, very similar to uh, season one Game of Thrones. Uh, I can imagine That's the bad. crowd would react in a very similar way. Um, so, work with me. Uh, if I can instill fear, I don't have anything, uh, the juicer says. And Corey tells the juicer, uh, You can stay, but if you promise to respect me and my friends. And the juicer's like, Okay, I'll stay. And, uh, like, sounds good, Weenie. I mean, Friend, uh, I like. I know that I kind of yada yada this last part because it's the the whole episode is twenty one minutes of what could have been five minutes, but yeah, uh, this scene in particular just uh, it feels like they build up to it and then kind of just let it. Like all, I don't understand why koi all of a sudden is like is like okay, like. I'm gonna stand up to you now, but just because I think uh, it's because Juicer wants to juice him.
1: It's he's gonna juice them all. He's gonna he said he was gonna juice DC three and make them juicy three.
0: So, if, <laughs> uh, um, if if Juicer does juice Corey in front of all these people, does he stop at Corey? Because after that, no one's there to. To shut him down? Does he just go on like a juicing no, rampage? No, he, he
1: finishes off Newt and Mina. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes
0: because uh, his bus is a uh, oh it was double it's uh, his bus is double parked at the White House. It's uh, not double parked here, but um, all right. So Mina, Corey, and Newt, everyone decides to get along. Um, the juicer stays. He dances incredibly aggressively while the DC three play their third <laughs> song that we've heard. Um my favorite DC three song yet. Yeah, I'd da- say this was
1: the best one. Those so days far. are gone.
0: Uh in which it, me- if
1: I was at this quad as a high schooler and I heard this playing from three kids in my grade, I wouldn't be upset.
0: Those days are gone.
1: It's it's, it's better than it has
0: any right being, which is as much mm-hmm.
1: praise as Corey in the house deserves.
0: Because it's it isn't just Mina bringing up the vocals, but Corey sings as well.
1: Yeah, uh, I was caught off guard by that.
0: Yeah, he does does kind of a nice bit, uh, and I really liked it. It's much better than Shine Bright and uh <laughs> there's the the other one, Kittens on a Cloud. Uh, it's definitely better than Kittens on a Cloud. They didn't write that one though. I think that one's a a Sophie original. Yeah. Um, Sophie, Sophie's uh, written one song, and these three, who like actively work on a band, have written approximately three songs. I just gotta say, Sophie, uh, it's pretty impressive. Um, all right, Corey. So this is the end scene. Um, Corey's back at the kitchen with his dad. They're sitting down, big bowl of ice cream, and Victor is like oh we both overcame the same thing like we didn't back down victor offers cory another scoop and his arm is massive it's really visual gag he's jacked i thought it was hilarious uh he says check it out young blood to (laughs) cory uh victor and cory arm wrestle it's not it's not even close (laughs) Um, Victor just keeps winning, and it's it's a nice end bit, uh, and the episode ends. So, uh, it like I said, really like stretched out episode, but yeah. Um, it was nice to see the juicer again. I didn't feel like he was fully utilized, and yeah, was, yeah, I. This
1: is, this is an episode I feel like that would have benefited from a B-plot, but I understand why they didn't want to do a B-plot.
0: Yep. yeah. I mean, I we- get
1: wanting to keep the focus on the juicer, but like you said, even then, it doesn't feel like he was utilized fully.
0: No, and he's in um, every scene. He's in every scene in this episode. Um, and he mainly
1: only interacts with Corey.
0: He does, because he's never fully explained to anyone else. The, Victor thinks that he's like uh, like a ghost or something. Victor really doesn't acknowledge that Juicer actually is in the other room. And then Mina and Newt have no clue who he is um, or why he's referred to as the Juicer, and that's never explained to them. Um, also, Corey and the Juicer hug, and uh, it is too tight, and I believe the Juicer unintentional, unintentionally juices Corey's spine. No. So. <laughs> I just wanted to, that was the only juicing that we didn't talk about. Do we think Corey's spine juice uh, is bad juice, great juice, or best juice? Best juice. It has a bunch of nutrients. Yeah. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's pretty good as well. Um, uh, what an episode. Uh, so uh, no President Martinez, no Sophie. Nope, no Sophie. I, I'm guessing that we don't see Samantha Samuels ever again. We might see her for maybe one more episode, but I think she's gone altogether. Um, I'm
1: My assumption is that she was a production order character, and once they got past those first 13 or 14, yep. they felt like they didn't need to use her anymore.
0: Correct. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. So I'm, I'm guessing that we won't see her again. Um, so, I mean, no presidential approval rating. There's not really much to go off of here other than just... The juicers let into the White House, but it, yeah. Corey does mention that it's well secured, right? And so does the juicer. He says that there's a lot of security. So, the juicer juice the security guards. Um, that would be a crisis, right there. Um, well, he's super fast, so maybe he didn't
1: even get caught walking in. <laughs>
0: it's possible too. He may have just may have just ran to Corey's front door in inside the White House and rung the doorbell, but that security even noticing um and he double parked the bus out front which i love uh all right rosebud thornren what, what are we thinking rose i'm gonna save victor he had all i liked all his scenes
1: this episode mm-hmm. i always like his chemistry with Corey, and their interactions tonight were genuinely pretty funny
0: yeah uh his his bit with the the uh i'm cranking i'm cranking was good Uh, the arm. He's very funny this episode, Ren. Uh, I I completely agree. And I said maybe the funniest Cory in the House moment yet with his uh, arm that creaks. I thought it was really good. Uh, My rose, and the only reason I'm going to give this my rose is because I think this is the only opportunity I'll probably ever have to. I'm going to give it to the music, Ren. to Those Days Are Gone. I really like the song found it on youtube as you know i I shared it on your on your facebook page it's a good song um so that's that is my rose for sure um anything that you want to see more of from this episode that we were maybe teased with and that would be your bud i'll give it to dc3 as a
1: general concept if future episodes handle their music in this capacity and like actually use the band as a plot point without making it the entire plot like Mm -hmm. it wasn't handled handled super gracefully tonight but i think it's a premise that's worth revisiting
0: yeah yeah i I agree and i've been pretty tired of almost every time we've seen dc through mentioned i didn't dislike it in this context they made it work um for me Corey was not the most unpleasant person to be around in this episode. And uh, for me, I would just say, I would love to see more of, um, I don't know more of this Corey who isn't extremely annoying. He
1: felt more in
0: line with his, that's so Raven character. He did. And it was probably just because the juicer was back. Um, and he couldn't be the bully because he was being bullied. And that's what this whole episode was about. um, but I would like to see more of this Corey, who just seems like a pleasant guy. He's been, this is what, two episodes in a row where he's kind of taken the day off from just being a straight-up terrible person. Yeah. Uh, worst part about the episode?
1: Uh, they. I feel like placing the juicer inside the White House was not used to its full potential at all. Mm. This is an episode where you could have had the juicer creating... A near international crisis on corey levels.
0: Uh, do you have any examples in mind, or could you, could you think of anything that like he could have done?
1: Let's say that President Martinez invites the ambas- the Bahabian ambassador over again to make amends, and the Juicer threatens to juice uh, Mina's
0: father. <laughs> Is there any reason why he does this in in uh, in this fan? Thrill of the hunt. Does he keep a juice list of, like, everything and everyone who he's ever juiced? He'd be a fool not to. Does he keep... Uh, even... I'll take it one step further. Does he have vials? um, In the si- similar way of Yzma in The Emperor's Do New Do you mean
1: Proof. trophies? Yes, he yes, does. He
0: has, like, vials filled with, like, juice of everything he's ever juiced. Um, He's so fast that he can fill up the vials from the juice without us seeing it on screen. If the juicer... uh were with us in 2021 i think the juicer would be a popular youtube star and each week it'd be like watch me juice would be his thing and he would like juice staplers he would juice dog food and he would just juice like anything and everything he could get his hands on and that like it would be a youtube or maybe a tiktok i don't i don't interact with tiktok but um i think it'd be popular I think it'd be pretty big. Uh, I like the idea of the juicer causing an international crisis. I could also see, like, um, he stumbles across the, like, Declaration of Independence and accidentally juices that.
1: juices it?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or he has to make a new copy. (laughs) That would have been so good. And then only for the, like, an end-of-episode reveal could be them being like, oh, like, that was just a copy. Like, we have the real one. uh, Just to... Them all over. I don't know. But I agree. I think the juicer being in the White House was underutilized. Uh my thorn was that the other characters didn't really get to understand the juicing. They like, didn't get
1: to interact with
0: him no, at all. They kept him to Corey, almost like an imaginary friend. For all we know, the juicer never existed in this episode. Um, yeah, and this was just Corey having a little bit of a mental break and imagining that that the juicer was there. Uh, all right, and then episode rating.
1: I want to give this. I want to give this episode a higher rating than I will give it. I. I. It has some of the funniest lines in the show so far. Mm-hmm. It has some of the best acting in the show so far. Mm-hmm. But it's also super dragged out. They bring the juicer back, and they misuse him so terribly by keeping him exclusively with Corey. Mm -hmm. But my main takeaway from this episode was that an episode that would just be pretty good in any other sitcom is reasonably good for Corey in the house.
0: Yeah. yes, it I'll
1: give this a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I'll give it a 6.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm also... I, so I got to be honest, I went into this conversation thinking that it was going to be um, not one of my favorites. But after talking about it, I actually enjoy it a lot more. Um, Interesting. I don't know if it's just because you and I had just had such a fun conversation tonight and it's yeah. it really has nothing to do with the episode itself. But uh, I do feel... And even looking, I'm looking. I have the ratings right now pulled up for the the other episodes that we've done, and just looking at the others, like this was an episode that I do think I enjoyed more than so many of them. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven, which is okay. Uh, I think fair compared to where I've given given the others. Brent, yeah, I I'd say so. Do you have any reviews of this episode? Yes. I do. I have
1: three reviews for us tonight. Awesome. Our first, per usual, is by (laughs) VGFreak8. The title of the review is The Juicer. He gave it an 8.5. The juicer is in Washington, D.C. for a field trip. Corey is scared that he will look like a weenie in front of Nude and Mina. He does everything the juicer says. DC3 gets their first big gig, but it turns into a disaster when Corey keeps making changes to please the juicer. It turns into a surprise pirate-themed birthday party for the juicer. Victor tries to make homemade ice cream. This was a pretty good episode. It was great seeing the juicer from That's So Raven. He was cool. This episode gets an 8.5 out of
0: 10 from me. VG Freak needs to go back and watch the rest like watch the previous episodes cuz this was not their first big gig. I'm a fake fan.
1: <clears throat> he, so he says, he's reviewed them all so far. Oh, uh Life Flamingo is next. They the title of their review is in the episode, Corey in the house and the weenie is, Juicer comes to DC and Corey has to show Juicer to his friends. Corey doesn't tell his friends that Juicer is a mean bully he meant back in San Francisco. Chef Victor is making homemade ice cream at five exclamation points. They gave the episode a 9.3. Did you say that was the title?
0: Was the whole thing the title? That was the
1: title. Are you are you ready for the summary?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Bear with me here. Okay. The summary of the episode, Corey in the house and the weenie is, in the episode, Corey in the house and the weenie is, Juicer comes to DC and Corey has to show Juicer to his friends. Corey doesn't tell his friends, that juicer is a mean bully. He meant back in San Francisco. <laughs> Chef Victor is making homemade ice cream. This episode was great. I remember the episode Juicer Consequences in TSR. It's good to have a TSR character come to one of the Cory in the House episodes. And I sure love ice cream. That's what Chef Victor does. <laughs> make homemade ice cream.
0: <laughs> I feel like they got distracted at Thoughts- the end. <laughs> Thoughts on that review, Bryce? <laughs> they got um i like that review i appreciate that they refer to that's a raven as tsr um i like that they talked about a specific episode with juicer on tsr and i like that they got derailed in the end and talked about ice cream
1: (laughs) our last review is by sf viewer they gave it a 10 out of 10 their title is funny Corey and his band, the DC3, plan to perform in front of a crowd. But something gets in the way of his fame when the juicer shows up in town while on a school trip. Corey begins acting like a jerk in front of his friends, just so he won't be seen as a weenie. He allows the juicer to run him around. It's a funny episode. The appearance of the juicer is really the highlight of the episode. Corey and his gang are really fun to watch. It's a great episode. I really enjoyed watching this. I can't wait for the next one.
0: Me neither. I also cannot <laughs> wait for the next one. Wow. Wow. Another chapter of Corey in the House. Signed. Uh, do you want some sealed. trivia? Oh, yeah. Is there trivia? Let's hear it.
1: There. All right. Uh, this episode was featured as part of Disney Channel's day of premieres, night of premieres.
0: Hmm. Was this, do we, uh, does it say if it was a day or night premiere show?
1: Let's see if we can find out.
0: I I'm going to go ahead and throw out there that this was early in the core in the house run so they wanted it to be bigger than it ended up being that they put this at night. Right? I feel like if it's during the day then it's probably a it's not a good spot. Let's see. let We can see if there's anything on it. Disney it was
1: church. a it was a day of- of premieres it looks like
0: uh yeah so they they uh already knew at this point It's not gonna oh uh, i have a question
1: looks like it aired around noon
0: aired around noon what i don't know who's watching disney channel <laughs> yeah look it,
1: it aired at noon it aired at noon mm-hmm. on uh, may 18th which seven
0: um oh, wait, let no, we...
1: that's oh it is right that is right
0: may 18th 2007. I'm just curious what day of the week that is. Is it at least a weekend? Um, oh, there's a movie called May 18th. Huh. Uh, it was a Friday, so yeah, not really a good spot. Right. That's a I,
1: terrible spot to prepare a new episode <laughs> of Cory in the House. Take out the
0: new episode of Cory in the House this Friday at noon, only on Disney Channel. While you're in school? Um, I have a question, Ren. DC3, did Disney Channel hope that This band was going to get popular outside of the show.
1: That's their hope with every, with all these shows. I feel like.
0: But if I'm correct, as far as like my searching has has shown, these songs were not released on like an album or released on iTunes or anything like that. When Hannah Montana existed around a very similar time time period, like that was they they pushed it. They were like buy her CDs, buy her albums, buy her songs. But DC. I think something very strange happened with Corey in the House's
1: production in season two. Okay. Because I feel like all these other Disney Channel shows, you can chart their productions pretty reliably, but you can't even figure out why Corey in the House got canceled online. It just seems like episodes stop, mm-hmm. and season two it didn't complete its full season order. It only yeah. has thirteen episodes. But there are at least at least fifteen were written, going by the production codes.
0: So there's maybe even two written episodes that were never aired in season two, or were never shot.
1: I have no clue.
0: Huh. When we get to see, I,
1: we know there's that. We we know there's that. Uh, episode that live episode that was only filmed as the finale that we read about.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: That uh taping. So, so I feel like. It, the show must have been abruptly canceled or something so they didn't feel the need to release any of the music mm-hmm. but obviously that's just hearsay we don't know for sure
0: yeah huh i would um i gotta wonder why it got canceled now that might be uh like a, a mystery that we never solve
1: i hope we can solve it
0: yeah i would hope so too um any other trivia
1: no, that's all I could find. That was it.
0: Okay. Um, well, season one, episode 13, done. We did it. There's um, sure did. an episode next week, and it's going to be episode 14, called No-No, Nanush. Sounds... I feel like
1: I vaguely remember this one from when I was
0: younger. Um. Okay. The, so something I like and I dislike is that when I read the episode list on Wikipedia, is that it gives me a tiny tidbit of next week, and I try not to look, but like it's hard for me not to. And yeah, uh, I'm. There's a piece that I am excited about. That's that's all I'm going to say. And then we'll definitely talk about it next week. But anything else you want to say about this episode or uh, anything otherwise? I'm feeling juiced out, Bryce. I, yeah, I am also feeling juiced out. Um, I'm still thinking, when you said Pete was in the Beatles, um, <laughs> who's Pete? John Paul, like, that's fine. There's John, like, John's involved with the Beatles. But Pete... Bryce,
1: you don't know about Pete Best? The original Beatles drummer?
0: Pete Best? uh, He was the one uh, who Ringo replaced? Well, Bryce,
1: as I established, the Beatles are Ringo, John Lennon, (laughs) Pete, and
0: John Paul. So, Okay, so at what point were Ringo and Pete, who were both drummers in the band? You're telling me the Beatles for a period of time had uh, two drummers? They just drummed everything in sync. That's how music was got done you. back then. Okay.
1: Because they didn't have like amplifiers, so they needed mm. one drum on each side of the stage. Well, so the sound could carry everywhere.
0: Like we were saying earlier, everyone loves a charismatic drummer, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, so the Beatles, the reason they got so big is because they had not one but two <laughs> charismatic drummers.
1: People, people would say, We're going to see Ringo and Pete tonight. Like, yep. forget the Johns.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right, Ren. Uh, good talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, who made it this far. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Ren. We do have a, a two, uh, one new Facebook like and a new post on our page. Uh, someone posted about Bitcoin. Um, so <laughs> nice. All right, cool. <laughs> so you if, a you're, bit of <laughs> if, if you're mining, li- <laughs> if you're listening to this, and you are interested in uh, learning more about uh Bitcoin. Uh, you can find them. I did look at their page. Their profile picture has a picture of two people, and their cover photo picture has a picture of like eight or nine people. But there's no consistency. Like the two people in the profile picture are not in the bigger picture. Um. So, um, and they also have no Facebook friends. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh, but the the person who liked our page, I believe, is real. I did not. Uh, should, we, should I hope so. I know last week we went ahead and name-dropped the uh, new person. Should I also name-drop this person, just in case? Yeah, let's name-drop them. You know, uh, maybe this is why we're getting new likes, so let's, yeah, keep, let's keep it going. They like it. Let's uh, so, people what they want. So this week, we're welcoming uh, Andrew Jett to the Bryson, and, right, and Corey in the House podcast community. So welcome, Andrew. Uh, you made uh, us have now 13 likes on our Facebook page, which... Is... tell us
1: 13 things about you on our facebook page
0: yeah we're looking forward to hearing more from you andrew uh and uh from everyone else listening so uh, thank you again and i hope that you all have a, a good night take care okay have, have a great day at work <laughs> bye <laughs>